It's Monday, September 5th, and this is Brian with the Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. Inflation is high, but U.S. consumers' relative purchasing power has never been higher. An index that considers inflation when measuring the dollar's strength relative to currencies of major U.S. trading partners in July topped its previous peak from 2002, showing how the dollar's surge has helped mitigate rising domestic prices. The real effective exchange rate for the dollar, calculated by the Bank for International Settlements, measures the currency against a group of key U.S. trade partners, taking into account the changing prices of goods and services in each relevant economy. Some analysts say considering inflation provides a broader assessment of currency's relative purchasing power than traditional measures. And the dollar has soared this year in contrast to its declines during the inflation-plagued 1970s. The Wall Street Journal dollar index has gained in five of the past six months and is up nearly 13% in 2022. It has climbed past parity with the euro for the first time in 20 years. The dollar ranked behind only natural gas among the best-performing assets in August. Meanwhile, President Biden's plan to cancel student debt and modify payments for millions of Americans could cost as much as $1 trillion, according to budget analysts challenging the administration's efforts to scale down the federal deficit. Analysts expect strong interest in both debt cancellation and in programs that allow borrowers to pay a lower percentage of their income to keep up with their loans. The expected popularity of the policy could drive up costs and raise questions about whether the expense can be offset by other Biden administration policies. The total price tag for the program could reach $1 trillion, according to the Penn Wharton Budget Model, a widely regarded analysis frequently cited by policymakers. Other analysts say the total bill could be nearly $500 billion, a range that shows the uncertainty and complexity of projecting the student loan portfolio's performance. The White House has not released comparable estimates of the policy's total cost, though it said the debt cancellation portion of the plan alone would reduce revenue the government receives from student loan payments by about $240 billion over a decade. In other news, Canadian police are looking for two men after officers discovered 10 people dead and 15 injured from stabbings in 13 locations in the western province of Saskatchewan. This marks one of Canada's deadliest stabbing sprees and comes over two years after the worst murder rampage in the country's history when a gunman in the eastern province of Nova Scotia killed 22 people in a 14-hour rampage. The Royal Canadian Mounted Police said it received reports of stabbings early Sunday morning in the James Smith Cree Nation, an indigenous community roughly 300 miles north of Montana. Later Sunday morning, it extended a security alert to the province of Saskatchewan following reports of stabbings in other parts of the province, which shares a border with Montana and North Dakota. Back in the U.S., California's chance of power outages will grow in the coming days as the state prepares to enter the most brutal stretch yet of an ongoing heat wave. Energy demand is expected to outpace supply starting Monday evening, and predictions for Tuesday show the state rivaling its all-time high for electricity demand, said Elliot Mainzer, president and chief executive officer of the California Independent System Operator. Grid managers have several options available before power outages, like tapping backup generators, buying more power from other states, and using so-called demand response programs, where people are paid to use less energy. And 
Great Britain finally learns who its next prime minister will be later today after two months of political uncertainty during which energy prices skyrocketed and tens of thousands of workers went on strike. The governing Conservative Party plans to announce whether Foreign Secretary Liz Truss or former Treasury Chief Rishi Sunak has won the most votes from party members to succeed Boris Johnson as party leader and thus prime minister. Both finalists have declared their admiration for Margaret Thatcher, who was prime minister from 1979 to 1990, and her right-wing small government economics. Whoever emerges victorious will inherit an economy heading into a potentially lengthy recession and will have their hands full tackling the cost of living crisis that is plaguing the UK. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. Share this with a friend and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You can also sign up for our newsletter at themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.